Hello and welcome to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today we're talking about copper in South America, and for that I'm joined by Michael, Michael Starsinik, President and CEO of Three Valley Copper. Three Valley Copper trades on the TSXV under TVC and on the OTCQB under TVCCF. Good afternoon, Michael. Hey, good afternoon, Paul. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you today? Very good, thanks, and thank you again for having me on. Excellent. Well, you're more than welcome. Now, um, you put out a, a press release today about the, the Papamona Block Cave project in Chile, and you're starting that uh, development. Um, maybe start by sort of talking a little bit about what is the project and what you intend to produce from it. Uh, absolutely. This is um, this is probably the jewel that we've been focusing on for the last couple of years. Uh, let me really focus on the last 14 months. Papamono is our underground deposit that we actually started our construction on um, and, and getting to it beginning in, I would say, late December 2020. Uh, and being a block caving design, it, it requires a fair amount of capital up front before you reap the rewards of it. So our initial construction and development uh, actually concluded in January, um, between in the last half of January. And we're just uh, after some uh, additional optimization work here. We've uh, we've press released this morning that uh, we are starting the caving operations and the ramp up here is uh, over the course of this year. Okay, thank you, Michael. So um, it's obviously a great time to be bringing new production online. Uh, the copper price uh, hit five dollars a pound for the first time ever overnight, and it's been at uh, four dollars fifty a pound and above for, for quite a while now. So, uh, bringing new production to market this time, um, in, in that respect, you couldn't have timed this better. Yeah, I know the copper price. I was sitting there watching Bloomberg last night, and I saw it got to four ninety nine. I never knew it actually got to five dollars. So that's actually uh, that's a the feather in the cap. I know it retreated a bit, but. Um, Certainly been um, laser focused on the copper price. I know it it, it it breached the $4 mark back in February of 2021. And I think other than four days over the last 365 plus days since then, it's only been below four bucks for four days in the spring of 2021. So it is a, is a fascinating run. And the longer this copper price stays where it is, uh, the more investors in the investing public will, will focus their temp, uh, attention on this commodity. Uh, timing wise, yes, I agree. This is fantastic. Uh, it only helps uh, the cash flows of the company looking forward, especially during the ramp up phase, because uh, 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 as much dry powder as we can get out of this will, will be great. Okay, thank you. Now, the projects in Chile and uh, Chile's about to have a change of government to a more left leaning government. There's the constitutional pro um, uh, reform process going on. And just this past weekend, the Constituent Assembly, the Environment Committee of that, um, basically voted to nationalise all mining. Um, that's still obviously got to go to the plenary session, be voted, and then go obviously into the full constitutional uh, plebiscite later this year. Um, what's your feeling on what the, the, the environment is for copper mining in Chile at the moment and going forward? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think the headline news items are very spooky, and they have been on and off now for quite some time. Uh, I do expect an iterative process um, that's going to find ourselves back to something that's not where we're at now in Chile. Um, it will be more punitive, but I don't think it's going to be the, the the grasps that we're hearing in the headline or reading in the headline news right now. Um, this this is by far set in stone. Um, and, and so that, that's just the broader comment specific to us. Um, I think we fly below the, the radar based on our size. 
um, if it does go through as uh, as it's been you know publicized in the headlines and, and through some of the votes right now, um, copper at five dollars will be uh, the lowest we'll see. I, I just I, I can't see how this is going to be good for the copper price environment um, in the way of not letting it skyrocket. Um, you know, it, it's very much geared towards the much larger uh, copper producers. I think we fly under that radar, as I mentioned. The other thing that's very interesting is there. Um, there's always there's always been and and spoken about uh, in their uh, forward-looking royalty and tax regime is this twelve thousand ton uh, a year cap before anything becomes important or become before it attracts any royalty or additional taxes related to that. And being an eighteen thousand ton max producer, um, you know, to limit ourselves to twelve thousand tons a year would still be a very very profitable venture. Uh, and allows us to extend the mine life a bit. Uh, going above 12,000 would just be potentially, um, it would be worse. So 18,000 tons a year would be worse than producing 12,000 tons a year. Um, so it's, I, I think we have that flexibility because of our, our smaller nature right now. Okay, and obviously it's worth repeating that uh, all of this is very much up in the air at the moment. Things have yet to be defined and the course of this year will define some of those things, uh, hopefully. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Okay, um, now the starting of the sort of caving operations, obviously very good news, but um, this has come after some sort of quite bad news for the company in terms of the, the San Gabriel mine, which is also in Chile, where you suspended uh, operations in, in January. Um, the, the San Gabriel wasn't generating the cash flow you needed to that you were expecting. You weren't getting the, uh, the grade or, or the ore through. You know, what, what happened there? You know, that, that is something we're still looking into. We've gone to external consultants to help us out with that too. Um, we really had, um, for the for the ramp up of Papa Motor during 2022, we relied on, on a, what I would call two pillars of capital. The first one being the financing we did in November. And the second one being the profitable continuing operations of Don Gabriel. Um, we, were, we ran into some unexpected uh, production results during December and, and January of this year that led us to um, make some really difficult decisions. And so for the rest of this year, we don't expect Don Gabriel to come back online. Uh, we're going to do some work around it. Uh, and if we, and the intention is to bring it back um, operating towards the end of Papa Mono's um, or deposit life. So it's, uh, it's by no means uh, a permanent shutdown. It just, I, I think we think we need to just spend a little bit more time um on the deposit right now more so than what we were relying on and was the issue is, is is the issue with the resource model with the mine plan with the processing can you give us an indication there yeah it, it's not something that i can talk about uh, openly right now paul it, it is something that we're still working through and and looking at all the inputs here uh, including everything that you just shared uh, that you just indicated paul so it, it's i don't think it's one particular thing uh and it's certainly not something i can even conclude on right now. Okay, but it sounds like you're fairly confident that there is a solution and the solution will be found and implemented. Yeah, I, I do believe so. I mean, we spent a fair amount of time and money on this deposit to get it to a, a, a feasibility level uh, in our technical report. So that is, you know, that is something you don't walk away from. You're, you're going to look at and, and, and hope and, and work through a, a potential solution that allows us to bring the deposit back online. Okay, thank you. Now, as you mentioned, uh, the, the, the San Gabriel not performing as uh, 
created financial stress for the company. And you mentioned also that uh, you have some sort of senior secured debt out there. So what was the situation with that? Has that pushed you into a sort of default situation? We are, you know, we've, since we've made the decision in January, when we put out that press release, we, we, prior to that, it opened up a pretty, a very open discussions with our senior lenders uh, to talk about solutions going forward. Um, because there is a collective agreement that in today's copper price environment and, and what Papa Mono has in front of us in the way of a deposit underground that we've finished the initial construction development of, uh, it, it feels going backwards is not a good alternative to finding a solution going forwards. Um, and so we've been in those close contacts and in and, and conversations to find that solution in our press release this morning. Uh, at absolutely indicated that we we've uh, we, we've come to a framework that we're working towards over the next several months uh, to provide additional capital funding uh, to move Papamono forward and MTV forward and that's in the absence of Don Gabriel's cash flows that were expected to be there to, to do what we're what we're proposing right now so this is this is something that um, I, I truly believe there's a solution. It's going to take some hard work, uh, but we have the right uh, the right partners and our senior lenders at the table, and we're we're collectively working together to see to see a solution through uh, for a longer term, um, you know, robust economics coming out of MTV. Okay, so in the press release this morning, you announced uh, an 11 million US dollar uh, super senior secured loan as, as the first part of the first tranche of that, but you're, you're still in conversations or discussions about what the, the next part of that will be. Um, you also mentioned that the company is likely to need an additional $10 million of capital this year. Yes, correct. So the, the 11 million is, is what I refer to as the framework. Uh, I mean, the, the, those are, are um, amounts that we've discussed in, in, in the, in the in the concept of a framework, uh, there are amounts that still require require approvals, uh, but it certainly is our intention to pull this together in very short order uh, and turn them into hard commitments. Uh, we do know that beyond that, uh, there's probably at least another 10 million, as the press release states, to uh, to ensure that the ramp up goes smoothly. Now, um, maybe that 10 million dollars is less if the copper price continues going where it's going, but. Uh, you know, those are those are the you know what we've bracketed right now is the capital that we need. But you are correct. We'll, we're working through this first tranche, and then we'll worry about the second tranche as as we work through the first. Okay, is, is that likely to be sort of another sort of debt package or some equity in there or convertible or something of that nature? Uh, yeah, I think everything's on the table right now, Paul. Um, it could be a strategic investor. It could be a strategic transaction. It could be a number of things from additional debt. Uh, although this is a, a, a fairly geared company already, but um, you know, from from equity standpoint, that's still probably the better avenue. Um, because what the one thing that we haven't touched on this is that the the land package alone at uh, on this property is is immense, forty six thousand hectares, right? And the two deposits that we do have are only three kilometers apart. So um, the the optionality on this property um, and what I call you know we're an elephant hunting country is is pretty could be very valuable uh in today's um copper price environment for sure okay it seems you're sort of talking about uh, going into my next question and which is uh, you know what what does the future hold for three valley mining yeah like it really is that latter part uh it's fantastic to have infrastructure like we have already uh you know it's a it's a it's a wonderful package of infrastructure paid by somebody else's dollars that we we bought um at much below face um, 
So to be able to open up deposits without having that heavy capital load to get the infrastructure there is, is quite a nice benefit. To be able to use that um, in future production would be wonderful, right? Uh, your NPV would be through the work, uh, through the roof. Um, but now we got to find those additional deposits, right? We have to find that additional mineable copper that is economic. And, and I think that that certainly is a focus of the company. Now it's not going to be a focus of this year, but I would imagine, and I, and I do envision it being, um, you know, a, a laser focus of 2023 and onwards. Uh, we have to really focus on Papa Bono's ramp up and execution this year. It's uh, been a busy start to the year for you, Michael, and we were sort of joking around a little bit uh, before we came on air that, you know, this is where management really earns its stripes in the difficult days rather than in the easy days. Yeah, there's been a few of those. So I, I, I'm going to continue with slosh, sloshing it out. And, and I have to truly admit, it's not a one person um, one person goal here or, or, or responsibility. I have a a very strong backboned and determined and motivated group here to make sure we we see this project through and, and prove it out not just to ourselves but to, to those who have have uh, really supported us through this and i know it hasn't been easy and uh and the stock price and the performance has shown that but we're we're working hard to to prove that that call option is there in this exploration property uh, once we get production up and running Well, I look forward to hearing more about that, Michael, as things continue to progress and advance. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us today on Mining Stock Daily. Okay, good stuff, Paul. Thanks again. And once again, three Valley Copper trades on the TSXV, on the TVC, and on the OTCQB, and the TVCCF. And that's all from me, from Paul Harris from Mining Stock Daily. Join us for more leader interviews soon. Advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.